This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, everybody. I'm Carson. And I'm Kelly. And you're listening to Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. For a full range of professional styling products, allowing you to express your own personal style, from work to play, light hold or stronghold, visit fantasticsams.com for a salon location near you. All right. We're doing it again. We're back. And we listen, you guys have been out here all day. We appreciate it. Everyone in the line, I hope you can hear us too. You can still listen here. We've got Kelly Earnhardt Miller, Carson Elledge, and the Herminator, Kenny Wallace, special guest here on Earnhardt. I'm sorry, Fast Lane Family. We've got papers going everywhere. Trouble. Yeah, here's another one. So I just want to make quick introductions, and uh, I'm going to let you guys take over. Because you know what? It's really hard to get Kenny to open up. We're trying to work on him a little bit to get him talking more. But, uh, Kelly, you're going you're gonna to do your best with him. Yeah. See if you can get anything out of him. Yeah. The good Thank news is, is that we've done this before, so we should be in good shape. All right. It's good therapy. Yeah. Have a great podcast, guys. Again, you can find this um, on a number of outlets. What's that? Oh, I give Kenny the mic? Yeah. I should just shut up and do that. <laughs> Do you like the, yeah, you like listening to me? We like listening to you, Kenny. Here you go. Okay. By the way, I saw Ric Flair yesterday at the Las Vegas airport. Yes. <laughs> did you act, you did that to him too, didn't you? No, what was funny is me and my wife, Kim, were in line. We're flying uh, American uh, Airlines, and there's like five kids. And my wife says, where are all those kids pointing at? I looked. I said, that's nature boy. Can you believe that they recognized him? Wow. Because he's getting pretty up there in age, that is, isn't he? Actually, that's exactly <laughs> I what Rick I Flair thought. Is. Yeah. I don't know who Rick You don't Flair know is. who Ric Flair is? But you know how to go, woo! Everybody knows how to go, That's woo. right. But he's a wrestler. <laughs> oh. Famous From, wrestler. Like, way back in the day, NWA wrestling. Like, no WWF. Not my days. Yeah, not your days. Not your days. Nature boy. So what do you think about this first time having this podcast here live on stage? I think it's the best. You've been here before. You've been in the studio. Yeah, but I'm excited Carson is here now because I've watched your daughter grow up. I love her. She's a great race car driver. And I'm excited. I said on Twitter, I said... I'm going to start blushing. I said, what what kind of questions... Is she going to ask Well, me? that's we have you here for a specific reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all comes out. So I'm so glad that you're glad Carson's here because Kenny, uh, you know, he is married to a lovely lady, Miss Kim. Yes. Uh, the light of his life. How many years have y'all been married, Kenny? 30 Gosh, some? As my mom would say, all of them. All of them. <laughs> we, we got How many people are dead in that cemetery? All, all of them. them. My my mother used to say, come over here so I can slap you. And my dumb ass would go over there. And she'd slap me. I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. Yes, uh, Kim and I got married June 23rd, 1984. Wow, 84. How many years is that now? 30-something. Wow. Hey, That's congratulations. awesome. And three beautiful daughters, Brooke, Brandy, and Brittany. And he's running around with one of his son-in-laws. Justin's yep. here somewhere. Justin Louder is here. Yep. I want to see Charlotte. Where's Charlotte? Oh, I should have brought her. I, know, you I was have. with her all morning. She is just the she best. So what's Lottie going to call you? What's she call you? Well, I call myself Poppy. Poppy? Well, the girls used to call my dad Poppy Russ. Okay. And I don't know why or how it came about. I just went to pick her up when she's just a little bitty baby. And I said, oh, Poppy, love you. And the girls just like, that's it. You're Poppy. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Well, and that's how it happens, too. Like some people say, well, we're going to let them... You know, just call us whatever they call us. Or we have names that we're attached to, right, in some ways. So we have you here specifically to talk about raising girls. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have a lot to say. We've had a lot of conversation (laughs) about uh, racing. What are you doing these days in terms of you still doing your dirt racing, I know. Yes. Yes. So You slowed down a little on that, or how's that? What's happening? No. You picked up. Yeah. (laughs) So here's... The deal about me, I always tell you, I love your mother is a good therapist for me because she brings out <laughs> things that nobody asks me. Remember, so, remember, we're live and we're on radio. That's you know, better. So, that's right? better. So what is Kenny Wallace doing now? Well, I still work for Fox Sports full time. Uh, you know, so that's my number one job. Right. Uh, Fox Sports. Uh, number two, I guess you could say, is uh, I was doing radio Monday and Tuesday nights. On Sirius XM Channel 90, uh, I asked my boss, Daniel Norwood, if I could just go to one night because I found myself going to the racetracks Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, 
doing radio Monday night, Tuesday night. I'm like, hold on. On Wednesday I, night, you had a lot. I don't have a life. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, all I'm doing is making money. Yeah. And that's no fun. So, um, some people would argue with you, but as I we get older, you. I was going to say, Carson <laughs> would argue with you, except that she's not going to do something on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday nights to make money. <laughs> it depends on what it is. If it's something fun, I will do it. If you're racing, if I'm, if you're yeah, racing, your, racing your car, you will. Do with but don't we learn later in life that's not all about making money? Right? I have a lot of things in my phone. It says, um, that man is so poor, all that he has is money. You know, so what happens is you 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 turn out, you get out of high school and all you worry about is making money. And then all of a sudden you get to be 53 years old like me. And you're like, Jesus, all I do is work and make money and I don't even spend it because I'm too busy working, (laughs) making money. So, um, yeah. So anyway, what am I doing? I'm uh, working for Fox Sports, doing a little bit of radio. I asked my boss if I could just go to Tuesday or Monday nights only. So. I took Larry McReynolds and I twisted his hand. I said, will you take over Tuesday nights? So I want to thank Larry McReynolds an awful lot. Cause he's he hit, good for that, though. He's, oh, that's perfect. You can't him. wear him out. Yeah. He'll, no. he'll work 24-7. Y'all are two peas in a pod. <laughs> he loves working. It's hard to wear you out, too. Oh, I Believe me, I can wear myself out. <laughs> so uh, doing radio on Monday nights only. Uh, my, my dirt car is a full-blown deal. I have two full-time employees. We race our dirt car about 60 to 70 times a year, and uh, we race all over the United States. And what else is the Hermanator doing? I love my grandbaby to death. She's the cutest. Oh, my goodness. You know what I catch myself doing now? I'll be walking down the hallway in my house, and she'll be sitting there, and she'll be going, you know, she's hardly walking, and I just I just do this. I go, come here to Poppy, and I just sit right here like this. And I never took that time when I was, you know, a cup driver. Because when you race an ass car, there's a sense of uh, urgency, <laughs> miserableness. You know, it's competition. You know, they say competition to kill you. Yeah. So now I've caught myself just sitting my ass right down in the middle of the hallway in my house and going, come here. And so that's a pretty big deal for me. Well, everyone says that that is a big difference between grandchildren and raising your own children because we are in the throes. I mean, when I had Carson, I'm in the throes of my career. You know, you have these goals that you're focused on and um, you're just working to make money and to provide everybody with the things that they need and that you want them to have. And then they say grandchildren comes along and that is different. It is incredible. And, you know, <laughs> you can li- give you're going to have to wait I, a while on that. Well, I know. We, we tease Carson all the time because they'll be says I, that. Yeah. Well, our my youngest is five. And so I miss that baby aspect of things, yeah, you know, all just, the time. They're like, hey, so uh, you're going to have some grandkids, some aren't you, Carson? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need some grandchildren. <laughs> what? No, but, no. We always preface it with not yet. <laughs> right. But <laughs> I'm like, no, it's still going to be a long time. Like, I wouldn't want you to have your first kid till you're probably like 25 yeah no so yeah, yeah 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 absolutely. nine or ten years to go yeah. and so but that's a long time for me to wait to have some my hands on some more babies you're gonna have to adopt something then <laughs> I, ain't I say that too we should adopt for wyatt so he can grow have up a little with brother sibling. or something yeah yes and i'm glad that you post all that so i can see pictures <laughs> so my youngest one Brittany, is 26 and she says not for at least another five years oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh there's brooke and Brooke is married to Jacob, and Brooke's 30. And they're and they, expecting. They have Charlotte. Oh, that is Lottie. And then Sorry, the, Justin's then the, expecting. Then the yeah. middle one is Brandy, and there's Justin, yep. my son-in-law. Love him to death. Justin's going to be the new Justin baby daddy. Justin is so badass, one of the nicest people in the world. I'm a, I'm a lucky man. I got two <laughs> awesome son-in-laws. And, of course, Brittany's dating another race car driver, Brody Pompey, and he's super cool. So I think I'm pretty lucky. Well, since you bring the race car driver thing up, that's a good question because we want to talk about raising girls and dads and girls and all that good stuff. Um, so I had the question because I lived through being a girl in the sport and, and being the daughter of Dell Hart is, did you want your girls to date race car drivers? <laughs> that's a, no, that's a really good question because, you know, listen, there's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm sure if me and Dale Jr. talk about it every once in a while. You know, there's, um, you know, you want to be a successful race car driver, 
but there's a there's a major amount of misery that goes along with it, <laughs> right? Because you want to win everything, you want to be the greatest, and you're thinking, gosh, you know, and all the fans tell us you make all that NASCAR money, and you know, so you're thinking to yourself, do do I want my daughter to go that through that uh that type of lifestyle? And I, I didn't. I never wanted my kids to go through what I went yeah, through. Yeah. Uh, because you know, although although my life has been wonderful, I wouldn't, you know, here, let me say it like this. I asked Kenny Schrader, I said, Schrader, if you had to go back, would there be any do-overs? And he's like, Herm, he says, I'm afraid if I did it over, I might mess it up. <laughs> so there, there are a handful of things in my life that, you know, maybe, well, not even a handful, maybe really one, one thing that I wished I could have plucked out of my career. But those things hurt so bad, they scar you forever and then they form who you really are right your defense mechanisms yep. come up yep. so i don't want that for the girls and brandy was going to be the race car driver really till some yeah brandy was a, a really good driver and she was in, uh, we so we bought her a bandolero she was doing good and some 40 year old man spun her ass out <laughs> and she's like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> And that was it. She was done. Uh, I know that feeling that when Carson started racing the carts that she runs at nine, she was racing against a 26-year-old girl. And I'm going to tell you what, I, it would make me so mad because this girl would just rough her up and give her a hard time. And I'm like, that's my girl out there, you know. I couldn't even, you can't even re-listen to my videos because I was so no, vocal. She, there is a video on YouTube somewhere uh -uh. of um, one of my 125 races. <laughs> And, you know, she'll be videoing for a while, videoing, videoing, and then all of a sudden you'll see the sky and she'll start yelling and, and then she'll get back. She'll get back. She's like, oh, I missed it. I missed it. She'll get back. And then, then there goes some trees again. And she's like yelling and going crazy. I'm I want like, to brag on your daughter for a minute. Carson, I watched a video of yours maybe three months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you went out with your father out in uh, California. California. Yep. R little bitty bullring, mm -hmm. and you oh, yeah. you perched your ass on the high side, and you never gave up. <laughs> and I mean, that track was so small, so little. And give me a high five because that is hard to do. And I mean this. I'm not saying this because you're part of the Earnhardt family. You really have talent because when you're when you're a dirt racer, you somewhat have to be patient. If you're going to go the outside and nobody's been out there, you have to clean it off yourself. You stayed out there, and you stayed out there, and all of a sudden, you got that baby working. And, and I was intently watching this video. Uh, man, you did good. And then finally went to the bottom, and then they, they wrecked in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Funny how that works, huh? Good job, though, on that Thank high you. side. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was a really good job. Oh, gosh. So I have to know, when you were, um, uh, what kind of dad were you to, to Brooke and Brandy and Brittany as, you know, kids? Were you the cool dad? Were you the no. hard dad, strict dad, so funny kid, dad? My wife said she is the discipliner, and I, I agree. Is I'm, that because you were gone a lot, you think? And she had well, to yeah, do yeah, that? Well, yeah, but I will say this. Um, you know, I'm from the Midwest, so, you know, I cuss like a sailor, and I don't know I'm cussing. So when I start cussing, I don't know. <laughs> that I'm, runs in the Wallace family, yeah, I but, think. <laughs> but, Kelly, we don't, even know, we don't even know we're cussing. You don't know you're doing it? We don't even know we're doing it. So I apologize for being that way. But it, but it means it doesn't mean anything. So when my kids were growing up, well, here can, would be. Can it, I tell a quick Cousin Wallace story please. if it's not about you? <laughs> so Rusty and my dad, you know, we're pretty good friends. And um, one of Rusty's, uh, let's see, it must was it Greg, I guess? It must have been Greg. Is that the only boy? Yeah. Um, Greg. Greg was of age when your dad and Rusty were in their prime. Yeah. Steven. Steven oh, no, really this young. was Steven then. This was Steven then. Okay. This was Steven because he was little. <laughs> he was like two or three. Like not quite, like maybe two because yeah. he was like talking but not really talking. And um, my dad, they were at, um, they had Santa Claus come and okay. like traipsed through the yard in front of their houses. And, and Steven said, Dad. There goes F and Santa Claus. <laughs> and he was yeah. only like two. <laughs> and, 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 so Cussin runs in the Wallace family and, from and, the early age. And the problem is, is that we don't, we don't, uh, we don't recognize that as a cuss right, word. Right, right. It's F and hot. Let's go F and swimming. It's F and cold. That F and race car. You know, uh, everything is just abbreviated. Yeah, we're bad. I would say, you asked me what kind of father was I. Well, first of all, I absolutely adore and love my kids. They're, they're spoiled. Hi, sweetheart. Is your bus full? Uh, 
You bring them all here. That's okay. <laughs> she's famous. She's a good. She's a good race she car is driver. She's famous. So, um, I would say this. First, I'm going to brag on myself. I, I'm the best dad. Uh, I'm a. I'm a, a loving dad. You know, I care for my girls if their feelings get hurt. I make sure that they're always good to go. They, you know, that's that. But there's that other side. So uh, that would be like, okay, so I'll just tell you the truth. A week ago, my youngest one, Brittany, is broke 24-7 all the time. My mom knows that about me. <laughs> I'm always, my oldest one is she, broke all the time. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I needed money for the doctor the other day, so I asked her to put it in my account. And the text I get back is, you're broke, LOL. And yeah. I was like. So I went in her account. She had $15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. same thing. I was thing. like, thanks, Mom. And yeah. she had been telling me that she's broke, she's broke, yeah. she's broke. But I just think that she says that just, like, to get more money out of me. No. And, I, yeah, I looked in there, and I was like, <laughs> whoa, really you really broke. are broke. <laughs> You're broke. Yeah. I, I said, McKinney, can you put some money in my account for the doctor? And she didn't even say yes, nothing. She just goes, you're broke, LOL. And I was like. Oh, yeah, cool. well, yeah. so so what happens is uh, Brittany, uh Brittany is fortunate that she lives with Justin and Brandy for okay. right now. So uh, so this is what kind of father I am. She comes back to St. Louis for Charlotte's one-year-old birthday last week. And I don't want Brandy. I don't want anybody involved. So we go in the basement. We have basements in St. Louis. <laughs> and um, walk out. Yeah. So, you know, it's not we like We got a, a basement in our new house, too. So They're awesome, yeah. aren't they? Except my husband calls it the cellar. A cellar, yeah. Because that's what they call them in Pennsylvania. Well, I'm living you go in, in the, the cellar, cellar then. So, <laughs> so we take, and, I, and, I bring, and, I, and I'm, I'm like this businessman. I, take a, I bring a notepad and a pen. And I say, okay, Britt. Listen up, Carson. I said, okay, Britt. How, how, much, how much money do you make? <laughs> Brittany makes about uh, $1,800, $1,900 a month. A month. Okay. And like, oh, my, okay. Well, that's our first issue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I take the piece of paper and I said, okay, um, how much is a cell phone bill? I write it down. You know, how much is your health insurance? How much is your car insurance? Uh, you know, she gives Brandy a little bit of money and Justin a little bit of money. By the time we get down to the end, I added, all, took my cell phone out. I said, honey, you only have $500 left a month. Well, then she got a speeding ticket. So she had to spend. Went that $500. So she had, I thought you were going to say then she goes shopping because that's my problem. Well, yeah, well. So then she gets a speeding ticket and it's $340 to get out of it. I'm like, well, hell no. Nah, I know why you're broke all the time. You don't, you don't make enough money. So, so you ask me what kind of father I am. I, I, I grab her by the shoulders and I, I give her a hug and I said, look at me. I said, are you looking at me in the eyeball? And she's looking at me. I said, the next time you get down to $300, I said, you call me. Because she went, what are you to, gonna do? She went to use her debit card and, and it bounced. I said, don't you ever do that again. Story of my life. I said, don't. And but she, see, a lot of people would tell you to let that happen. That's like a lesson. Oh, well, because. Well, I learned my lesson. Is she connected to your account? <laughs> when, when my, no. When my daughters were young, I said, if you ever write a check that bounces, I will kick your ass. You don't do that. <laughs> Well, for the, so she knows to never do that. So she gets to the airport on the, you know, last week on the way to St. Louis and um, debit card. There was no money in it. And that was it. She's uh, Justin and them said she started crying, <laughs> upset. And so uh, so I love my kids, you know. So, I mean, I'm, I'm totally attached to my children, but I definitely don't smother them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the type of dad I am. Well, and you can totally see that through social media, too, because, I mean, y'all say the sweetest things back and forth. And you're, yeah. I think your girls look after you just like you look after them. They're uh, surprising you at dirt races. and Brandy, or Brittany, Brittany surprised me last year at Eldora. Yeah. And uh, did Mallory tape that? No, who taped that? Mm, Mallory I think or it Jenna? was Mallory or Jenna, yep. Yeah, so I'm at, I'm at Eldora. And we run second in the A main, and we're, we're locked into the big race. And uh, I'm happy. So I'm drinking Bud Light, and then these, these people are, are passing moonshine around. I learned a lesson. If you're drinking moonshine, don't ever eat the strawberry or whatever. No. My oh dumbass did that. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't ever do that, right? I'm not a professional moonshine drinker. Fruit. Don't eat the fruit. So all of a sudden, I'm half on my butt, and I look over and there's Brittany drives eight hours to surprise me. Yeah. 
I saw that. I remember that, that was epic. That was awesome. There's a story behind that. She kept. I kept saying, "Okay, when you when you need tires for your, for, <laughs> you know, this is crazy." I said, "When you need tires for your, what well, you got a Rav a Rav Four, Justin? What is it? Toyota Four Runner." And so, I said, "When you get tires, let me know." I, Punchy gives us good deals on tires. I said, "Right, Punchy Whitaker." So, I never get back to her. She was driving me nuts about tires. I'm thinking, "This is abnormal." She gets to Eldora the next morning. Cords are sticking out of her tires. Oh my! We gosh. took her to Walmart. My crew chief took her to Walmart. <laughs> we put Kenny Wallace Racing put tires on it so, <laughs> so she could get back home. Right off. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. Do that. Yeah. I know. So this is this is a great this is a great time to ask Carson a question. You get your Jeep inspected yet? Uh, nope. Yeah, I these are the things that I do live that with this morning. Yeah, but I went shopping. Yeah. So Carson is uh, needs her Jeep inspected. How long does it take to do that? Like well, the inspection minutes? doesn't take long. But here's the problem: your tag runs out next Wednesday, May thirty first. And she's known about this since like the first of April. Everybody here, yeah, right? But in knows my this. defense, I the went to get it inspected, but did. they wouldn't let me because apparently there's some new rule where you got to do it in like the month of no, it's new. Yeah. So that would have started May first okay, for May thirty well, first. I've been busy. Okay? I've asked her every other day for the past two weeks, and I said on June first you're going to have to park because it doesn't take long to get the inspection, but then you got to send it off to North Carolina, and then they got to mail it back to you. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. They shouldn't have to yeah. mail it. And I'm not paying. I'm not paying no fines and tickets and carrying on. And, okay. And I, I want to let everybody know that's listening all around the United States right now. There, there's <laughs> approximately 100 people. There's a lot of people here at Junior Motorsports. There's, there's a growing crowd in front of us. And it's amazing. Everybody's shaking their head up and down like, yeah. yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, I think they've been there, do. done that, right? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life lessons. Yeah. So I said, you're going to have to park because that's it. So one thing that, um, you know, Carson's 16, uh, she's in the dating world. So I need dating advice yep, I for, yep. for how to deal with boys, how to deal with broken hearts, yep. how to deal with the ones you don't like, and how to not be too nice to the ones that you do like. Right. <laughs> hey, I've been through every bit of that. And, and, that's, and that's really good. No, that's great question. So I think, and, and we've been through it all. Uh, I feel like I'm getting a seminar up here from well, parents. Well, listen, like. listen. Your, your mama loves you, and she wants good things for you. And this, and I have always embarrassed my children. This can so, work for both of us, though, Carson. Yeah, but his oh, advice can work I'm for both saying. of us. Yeah. So here, all three of my daughters uh, have dated boys that I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, this, this, this one ain't I right. Know that one, don't. Or mom. you know. And, and, and it's what I call puppy love. I know, but so did you? Did you let that happen? You just have to stay out of it, I, right? Uh, what do well, you do? Well, I'm a really good dad. So, okay, this one's going to embarrass you, but you asked me what kind of dad I am. So we talk about sex. Okay, that's okay. And, and I'm like, okay, you can like this boy. That's fine, but that's that's you that's know all. That, that's, that's where it. we're drawing this yeah. line. Yeah, you know, don't <laughs> disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so that's first and foremost. <laughs> And then so they date the boys and you kind of watch them come in and out of the house, you know, uh, and then you, you got to weed between the ones that are trying to kiss your ass. <laughs> so they get in. Right. Oh, hello, Mr. Wallace. How are you doing? Like, OK, is this guy really nice or is he just trying to, you know, get one really over fake. me? Yeah. yeah. So um, I really think you just got to have your guard up all the time. My advice to you, Kelly, would to be have your guard up until you possibly know. And here was the hardest part for me. My daughters might like a boy that I knew wasn't going to work, but they had to get it out of their yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Brooke. That's the thing is my mom happened. is the, yeah. always the first one to tell me, like, that one's mm, no good. Or, yeah. I don't know what I think about this one. And I'm always like, Ugh, mom, whatever. Like, you just think that because you're a mom. And then it, and happens, then it happens. And then I'm like, oh, my mom was right. <laughs> The problem with getting older, Carson. But then at that point, I've got a broken heart to deal with, you yeah, know. And then, then I'm like trying to figure she, she, out how to I deal with that because like, I just want to say I told you so. I know I, that's what I was gonna say. She's waiting to just be like, oh, I told you that. Was, I told you so. But she's got to be 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 motherly. And I'm like my dad in that way, man. If I told you, then I told you, yeah. and you shouldn't have. Right. You didn't have to go through all that to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I would say, Carson, because I'm getting of age now. It's it, and this will make 
younger people feel better. It's not that we know everything. It's that we're of age and we've seen that. Yeah. So in other words, we, we don't know like when we're young. Yeah. But the older we get, we're like, oh, I know it's what's going to happen. Yeah, I know what's going to happen experience. here because I see this one. You know, which, which boy really loves Carson for Carson or which boy likes Carson because Carson's mom is Dale Jr.'s, you know, bro, I mean, right. right? Same thing with me. I got, I got a little bit of, of you know, I'm, I'm good. And, and it's like, okay, which one of the boys like my daughters because they like my daughters or they like Kenny Wallace? Yeah. So your mother's got to be on defense for you. So I would say, here's my advice, as my producer at Fox Sports would say, Kenny, put a bow on it. <laughs> this is how I would end this conversation, right? It would That's be why like, he whispers in your ear. <laughs> it would be this. Let it run its course until you cannot run it. Let it go anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we, that's about what we do. Yeah, yeah. Because if you. It, she usually, it usually happens. It usually runs its yeah. course before I have to get to that point. Right. Right. And, and Not that, that it's happened that often. I'm just saying in the time or two that it's happened, that's how it's well, happened. Well, you're a wild one. But then I get mad because she broke up. No, she's not a wild one. I just, in the situation. Full spirit. Get, pretty well yeah, behaved. In the situation of the one that I felt like would break her heart and that happened. But then I really liked somebody that she liked. And then I was really mad when she broke up with she them. She did get right. mad at me. She was most mad that she couldn't go have a glass of wine with his mom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> swear. That's what she well, told for me. for one, because we didn't get to do it yet. Yeah, she's like, well, now I can't go have a glass of wine with her and hang out. And I'm like, oh, my God. The best is Wyatt, though, because, like, if she oh, has yeah, a boyfriend. Wyatt makes friends with them. He makes then, friends with them. Then he asks when they're coming yeah. back. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not coming back. Then he asks in front of the new one yeah. when they're coming back, which is hilarious. <laughs> he's like, he's like, but he's oh, not my friend. <laughs> but he's great. my friend. I'm like, Wyatt, we're not friends. No. And so then we may run in the same circles with, you know, with them. And then Wyatt wants to go seek them out and see them. And Carson's like, no, he was mean to Sissy. You can't go do that. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, my youngest one, she's the one that's got her heart ripped out the most. But now she's found a really good boyfriend. But it's it, it tugs on your I mean, we all go through it. Everybody, yeah. everybody in life goes through it. But I let it run its course until until I can't take it anymore. And then I say, look. I don't like that boyfriend of yours. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I say see, to him. Here's where that you say, you know, everybody goes through it. I didn't really get to experience dating because my dad would not let me date. How would he? I, okay. Let me interview you. Okay. Interview me. Okay. And I'm going to interview on behalf of the fans, the great <laughs> Dale senior. We all want to know so much about him. So we know that he loved you. We know he gave you tough love. So <laughs> yeah. if you were dating a boy that he didn't approve of, what were the exact words that he said to you? Well, but he didn't let me go on dates. That was the problem. What, what do you so, mean? Like when I was 16, 17, still living under his roof, he literally, I did not, I was not allowed to go on a date. A boy did not show up at my house and take me on a date. Did he ever say you are not going out with a boy? He said, you cannot go out with anyone until I meet them. Okay, so date nights are Friday and Saturday. <laughs> and guess what he's doing on Fridays and Saturdays? He's in all over the country. Tough love. Yeah. Yeah. Playing that Tough one well. Yeah. So, like, I would meet, like, say I had a high school boyfriend that I really liked that eventually he, you know, warmed Did up to and, and he could come around. But I still didn't go out on dates. Like, until I left to go to college, yeah. I really didn't go out on dates. Literally. It was, yeah, yeah, it's true. And the first time I left to go to college, I called him and told him I was going to take a trip up to see a friend of mine up at NC State. And he's like, hey, you're in college. You're on your own. Why are you asking me? I'm like, really? What? This is my dad? Who is this? I thought you wanted to know everything I was doing yeah. all the time. Yeah. You knew how he was. I think that's that's tough. Uh, you know, I hear people that. I read I read good articles like when I'm flying I fly all the time, and it's it's uh, good articles in magazines or newspapers, and they'll they'll say you know at that time I didn't understand but now that I'm a parent, oh yeah now I understand it oh yeah 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 totally yeah and I try to explain that to her and uh, it's hard because I know that when I was her age that's not what I understood. <laughs> what about what about dating race car drivers, Kenny? What do you think about that? Like for girls. Well, yeah, that's hard on me because... Well, Kenny, you've probably... Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, it's funny. It just happened to me. I pulled out of the driveway. Me and Justin, we're driving Justin's car. And I pulled out of the driveway, and Brittany's uh, forerunner is sitting there. And on one left of the window, it's got, you know, Brittany Marie Wallace, the, the, you know, the girl initials. <laughs> you know, everybody does it, the BMW. But over here, it's got a race car decal, zero Pompey. 
her boyfriend. So the only thing that, that, that bothers me is that my wife had to put up with competition her whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was miserable, well, here, Ann Schrader said it best. A man judges his self-worth through his job. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, me and Junior have talked about it before. When he runs bad, then he's upset because he knows it's upset all the fans. And then he's upset because for himself. So then you just make everybody upset. Yeah, And so so I don't know if I want I don't know if I want Brittany. I don't know if I want. Here's my deal with that. As long as you don't judge your happiness. So if your boyfriend runs 10th, then then is it going to be hard on you? Well, for me, I feel like because I'm but she's also a because race car I drive driver. race cars. Yeah. I feel like get I get it. that. Like, I know that, you know, if he goes and runs 10th or hits the wall or whatever, I'm not going to be over there after the race trying to talk and, you know, be all up in everybody's business. Like, that's when you step back and are like, let them be mad and then go talk when you need to talk. But it's like, I feel she like I, me something. I understand. She's only 16, too. Isn't that crazy? I understand <laughs> it more than like a girl that isn't a race car driver. Would. Like, I kind of get those aspects of things. So I, I feel heard, like it's different for me. I, I heard uh, Danica Patrick when, when Ricky Stenhouse won uh, Talladega, did you hear what she said? It was really good. I she did. She says, we, we, we have a, a deal. And, and, I thought, and I believed her 100%. She says, we do not talk about racing ever. And, and that was their, when, you know, Danica Patrick, I wish Danica was here because, I mean, that's what she said. But I wonder if that's what really happened when they first met. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, look, we love each other. No racing. You know what I mean? I mean, do they really get in the airplane and go home and not talk about the race? I don't know. That would be a good question. because, But I know, like, working, LW and I working together here, we talk about work all the time. But All the time. But I know it could, be, it could be better for us and better for our family if we didn't. You know, because you, you just, it becomes 24-7, and then that's all that your life becomes about. And we're sitting at the dinner table, and the kids are going, hey, can we hear about something else than all these decisions you na- well, need kids, to make at Junior Motorsports today? We're, we're working on this contract right now. and you know. Yeah, and then Kennedy start my, my 11-year-old. Kennedy gets the most upset about it. Well, she asks so many questions. She Mama, loves, look at me. Yeah. And then she just starts asking questions that get too deep. And I'm like, oh, we probably shouldn't be talking about this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's going to go into junior motorsports so and my, tell everybody so something. So my advice uh, is if, and I'm dealing with it right now, Brittany will be the very first one of my daughters. I have three daughters, right? Brittany will be the first one that has to deal with a boy that competes. And uh, it's so funny because it used to be all me and it's not all her dad anymore. It's it's her boy. She she's like this. She goes up. Uh, I'm like uh, we raced against each other before. And she goes, well, Dad, I want you to do good, but I want Brody to do good too. I'm like, really? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> what no, do you I'm think the best. <laughs> personality personality wise, is she the best set to deal with the race car driver boyfriend though, or no? Man, I don't know. Brittany's full of love, and uh, she just Brittany. She she knows that I say this all the time. Brittany's a flower child. <laughs> Hi Kelly. Hi she, Carson. Yeah. I'm she so excited. I love. Yes. Yeah. My dad. My dad's racing next week. Uh, I'm going to Eldora. I'm going to go up there. You want to ride with me? <laughs> That's Brittany. She's like the greatest man. I all right. Give her. us a Brooke interpretation then. Brooke. <laughs> oh my God, Dad. Do you ever get enough of that dirt racing? I mean, like, Dad, you are 53 years old. I cannot believe you have flipped it twice at Volusia. When are you going to stop that dirt racing? <laughs> That's Brooke Fru. All right, Brandy. Brandy? <laughs> Dad, I do not believe you put up with that bull crap on Twitter. I would cuss them out. <laughs> I do not, Dad. Brandy, that's that's what Brandy seems like to me. I've never oh, yeah. met her, but she seems she like the more somebody. Like, somebody was roughing me up, and I have fun with it because I've learned psychology. I tell you one thing: you what? were roughing some people up. Was it yesterday or the day? They I deserved saw, it. I saw a response back on Twitter. It's like, get off my timeline. They deserved it. They deserved it. I said exactly. I was sitting at the Palazzo in Vegas, and some guy got honored telling Kim how Kim should feel about me, and and that. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, I never saw one. I've never seen a, 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 I've, a, on all my years on social network, I've never seen a man get on any social network. Uh, the person said something like, Kim, I know you've had a rough time because Kenny, uh, a lot of Kenny's dreams were crushed. And, and, I, and I said, listen here, you mother. And I, and I, I said, uh, I told him, um, I said, don't ever get on here and be judgmental. And go look yourself in the mirror. Uh, but anyway, so Brandy's like that, man. Brandy, 
she's got she's like her mama. Yeah. She's got a memory like an elephant. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure Justin, uh, yeah, so she. So you said ever since you've been on social media, what was your first social media that you were on, social network? Uh, um, <clears throat> were you on MySpace? <laughs> no. It was actually uh, when I was driving that U.S. Border Patrol car, uh, we were trying to get sponsorship. And, uh, well, we had sponsorship, but we were going to race in Montreal, Canada. And U.S. Border Patrol was, I mean, it doesn't make sense for them to sponsor a car over in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I dealt with Facebook. Okay. A lot to be said about this, but just fast forward in the story. I called NASCAR and I said, hey, we want to do one of these fan cars. Incredibly successful. You were on it. And what the deal was is I wanted to uh, I wanted to create video for KennyWallace.com. But it, I don't know about you all. You guys got incredible content now. Uh, and you're number one in NASCAR. Good job, by the way. But <laughs> back in those days, it was like it's very expensive to put video. I wanted to make KennyWallace.com more exciting. But the cheapest way to do it was this thing called Facebook. <laughs> and I said, that's for kids. Facebook for children. And they said no. So that was my very first experience. It's getting windy out here, isn't it? Listen, you're my birthday August. My birthday's August 23rd. Yeah, we're not far apart. August 28th and 23rd. You're damn right. High five me. Boom. No wonder we get along. <laughs> Virgos. Oh, Virgos. That's, you're, you're right on the cusp of Virgo there. So am I. 23rd. Yep. When your birthday? Carson's September, September 18th, 18th, so she's a late Virgo. Yeah, late, but I'm still one. But you're still a Virgo. <laughs> We're all Virgos. Right. No That's wonder right. this works out so well. So yeah, kids, uh, kids are doing good right now. Uh, Brooke is settled. So how are you going to have a baby, a grandbaby in North Carolina, and a grandbaby in St. Louis? Wow, what you going to do there? You're touching every nerve right now. <laughs> you are. You, yeah. Well, all my kids get treated. Absolutely the same. That started years ago when Kim decided to go to Walmart and buy these <laughs> plastic plates. Plastic. One was purple, one was orange, one was white. And you put macaroni on cheese and you hand all the plates out. Purple and they want the white one. I want the orange. Yeah. 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 And then from that moment house. on, I said, I mean, oh, we've had some knockdown drag outs. And uh, it was like, okay, every little bitty thing is going to be the same. So, uh, Justin and Brandy know that when Jet is born in October, that uh, Kim will be down here, and uh, Kim will stay here as long as it takes. <laughs> and uh, my credit card is going to get burnt up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Poppy might not be able to be here a lot because I'm going to do that thing called go make money so I can pay yeah, the credit card exactly. bill. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, it's, it's, you know, I see Kim staying down here a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That way... You know, uh, it's it's just got to be that way. Well, the good thing is, is she can stay with them, I guess. <laughs> or at least you don't have to have another place here. Well, Justin, Justin's got a kick-ass job. He sells uh, uh what's that? Who do you? Heineken. He's beer. Awesome. Yeah. Ah. He, that's what he, I mean. He, he gets up at stupid time in the morning, goes to all his routes, South Park, and he's done. Got done at twelve o'clock. He sells Heineken. That's a good beer. job. You can yeah. do that, Carson. That requires getting up early. Really early. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. By the time he's done is when I'm waking up. Literally. <laughs> Swear. Yeah, When true. I was your age, 11 o'clock was like, oh, my God, I'm getting yeah, up. Yeah, 11 is early. I text her. I get up at 6.15 every morning, and that's I do my thinking during coffee, you know, 6.15 to 6.45. And I, I allow myself 30 minutes for coffee before I have to start getting ready, and then... I text anybody that needs follow-up or texting about this, that, and the other. And I just text her, let me know when you're awake. Right. I wait like six, seven, eight hours sometimes. Right. Until <laughs> she well, writes me back. When I was your age, Carson, I would sleep, no lie. I mean, there was times 10 to 11. And now at my age, I mean, I'm up. I don't know. I think it's an old thing. My problem I'm is just I just up. go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, why I the hell am I up? Yeah, she go doesn't go to bed till we wake. When we wake up, she's going to bed. Yeah. I grew well, up. I'm not that bad. Like know, on normal nights, I'm usually like 12 or 1. Yeah. But recently, just because we have this big race in town or whatever, like right. we've been going. We've been. We'll, Her California uh, friends we'll are in town and they're off. Four or yeah. five in the morning. I'm like, yeah. What are we doing? I was trying to watch the Cardinal game last night. We're playing the Dodgers. Oh, my God. Hey, hey. Good to see you, sweetheart. <laughs> yes, I love you and I miss you. Good. 
Yes. Oh, where are y'all at? Right. Okay, I'll come see you. So, uh, I mean, it, it's like, uh, you know, it's so when it's eight here, it's seven in St. Louis and so on and so forth. And uh, it's like it's like one o'clock in the morning and we're in the sixth inning. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. That's how I feel on rain delayed races. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I can't stay awake. I can't right, stay awake. Right. The races that uh, are the late model races up in Bristol last weekend or yeah, last weekend and our guys were running and it got rained out and they were running real late Sunday. I think it was Sunday night. And uh, um, we're watching and they did, you know, the first 50 laps of each one. Then we're going to go back and do the last 50 laps of each one. I said, there's no way I'm going to stay awake. I just told old Dub, wake me up if one of our guys wins because I've got to go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Right. That 615 was coming too now, early. I paid attention to that race. My Lord, there were some catastrophic wrecks. There was. That modified yeah. wreck, I felt horrible yeah. for that one. And the, even the little force cylinders, you know, yeah. the little. I was worried about those street being stocks. There. Yeah. I was worried about yeah. those being there. They, they were all excited to be there. And I know it was one of the biggest things of the year, but I was worried about those. Yeah. 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 Me too. It was, uh, they had some, they had some dandy wrecks for sure. <laughs> all right. So let's see what else. Oh, I know. I also wanted to know, like, so how involved do you get telling your girls how to raise their kids with Lottie? You're going to have another one here soon. So. How, do you stay out of that, or, or what do you do there? I think I truly stay out of it because Kim's involved. In I was going to say, I was <laughs> just thinking that. I'm like, this is the wrong person to ask this question right. to because I'm a mom. I know how yeah. this works. <laughs> no, I would say that. Uh, my mom it, says it, that's actually really hard to do because we might, have this conversation over my kids. Yeah, You might relate to this, maybe. I don't know. My dad beat my ass, roughed me up constantly, 24-7. I can relate to that. My dad was born in the 30s. <laughs> we got the belt after us. Yes. Whew. So, um, you know, I grew up in that era. Switches. Had to get I, your own switch. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm I not I recently lying. just learned what a switch is. Yeah, Carson's like, what was, what's a switch? She goes, I'm going to take you out back and beat you with a switch. She was joking, but I'm like, what in the yeah. heck is a switch? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a southern term, really. <laughs> Go get that thing that I'm going to beat your ass with. <laughs> but, yeah, so my dad... My dad was my dad loved me, but my dad came out of that factory era where you little son of a I'm working my yeah. to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You better be happy that you got a roof and like <laughs> you ever, you I, ever I, I do. I I hey, 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 hey you <laughs> you are so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I came from that era. So I guess it's one of those deals where now I'm now I'm doing the opposite. Yeah. I, I could never treat my girls the way my dad treated me. He was so damn tough on me. Now, I love my father out of pure love. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but man, oh, man, I, I didn't like him very much. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and my father's gone. He died October 30th, 2011. And we got along really good. You know, so if I ran second at Richmond to Mark Martin in the Winn-Dixie Ford, my dad would say, what happened? <laughs> I wanted to go, are you kidding me? I'm like, so my Carl, I love you. I love you. I'll come see you a little bit, buddy. So, so I, I'm still answering your question. That's I'm just okay. telling you why, yeah. I, how I got to where I'm at. So my, my, I could run second to Mark Martin at Richmond, my very best track. And I finally realized my dad just wanted an excuse because he, he met all his buddies at the Waffle House. Oh, so he just needs something to talk about. Here on 21 every morning. <laughs> and and uh, so, yeah, Herm runs second because he said the car was tight in the middle. Couldn't turn it in the middle. So I realized my dad just wanted me to always tell him why. And uh, oh, so he wasn't being hard on you. He just needed some content to learn for the that. Waffle House conversation. I had to learn that. So because of my dad being so harsh on me, now I'm totally 180. Now I'm probably... You know, I'm probably I probably love my kids a little more than I yeah. should. I live vicariously through mine for that same reason. Right. You know, I yeah. do. So anyway, you want to have things that you didn't get the opportunity to maybe have and things like that. I, I'm 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 the I'm the dad that goes, Kimberly, give your kids a hug. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so last question. Uh, and we get this question a lot with Wyatt. You know, when are you going to let them race? So these grandbabies, yeah. would you let them race? You have to. You have no choice. No, are they, they going to have to ask you 
or are you going to push them? To, are you going to be ready to put them in something I when think, they're three? You know, I watch what Rusty did with Greg. Mm-hmm. Greg is the he's uh, the oldest, yeah, an, an incredibly uh, bright, bright, intelligent. My yep. gosh, okay, yep. you said it perfectly. He's the business person, yep. yeah. But there, but there was a point where he rough. You know, Stephen gets all this. What about me? So Rusty said, okay. Rusty hired Jack Ingram. And said, I want you to give Greg everything. So I don't know if you remember this time. It was a small window. It maybe wasn't a full year. Mm -hmm. And then at that time, Greg had decided on his own, okay, that's it. I don't want to race. I mean, I think we see. He just needed the opportunity. Yeah, and and, and I love you. So I'm conversing with you to make you feel good about what I've learned. So look at Mark Martin. Yeah. Matt Martin was winning. He was winning. He was winning. And, and Gatorade good. and Ford were throwing all this money to Mark Martin's child. And all of a sudden, Mark, you know, and Matt's I know it. Matt. I don't want to And Matt this. turned around one day and said, Dad, I don't want to race. That's my boss, Daniel Norwood, right there. <laughs> what the hell are you doing up here? <laughs> our Sirius is inside in our I've already, studio. I've already told everybody, thank you for letting me switch out this Monday and Tuesday with Larry Mack. <laughs> you think Larry Mack? I did. Yeah, I did, did, yeah he, I did, he did. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. to do it as long as I yeah. get to keep you. So, so everybody that's here, when you listen to NASCAR, Sirius XM, Channel 90, yeah. there's yes. nobody bigger than him. That is the boss. Yep, he's Of course, the he's guy. got people above him in New York or somewhere. <laughs> you, you've been doing this a long time, too, Daniel. 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so they're inside in the uh, normal podcast booth area. Got it. Or were. Are you still? What are you thinking? Still I'm there till 3. Yeah, good. Oh, Yeah. His, one of his youngest. Yep. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not so, they all don't want to be racers, you know? So, That's okay. Yeah, but but I, I think, uh, and this is a great conversation, I, I think that you have to, you know, I don't really know how to answer you yet on uh, <laughs> do you let, Well, you can think about it, and we could do it next podcast. Well, no, I mean, I want to know right now. If <laughs> you some, want to if, know right if, now. If, if somebody, if your kid has not come to you about race, did you ask to race? Uh, my dad just kind of like made you not not made me, but asked if I wanted to. Yeah, and I was like sure. So we did. <laughs> and there, okay, there here we is. are. Here and we they are. didn't ask. Well, actually, he did say, "Ask your mom if it's but okay it with her." Like but it wasn't like a, "Hey, yeah. mom, I want to be." I want to yeah. like it. Can right. just kind of happen. It just I happened. Guess. Yeah. yeah, you have to. It just happened. All I, right. I mean, it was about to happen sooner. Well, later, I but. think we're we're going to wrap up here shortly. But um, you know, uh, Kenny, we have a great partner on my podcast here, uh, uh, Bedhead by TG. And you've got great hair, so um, I spent eighteen thousand dollars on this hair. <laughs> I've had two, two Bosley transplants. I have really. Uh, Who's getting her hair well, cut? This uh, this product you have this week, you can definitely use. We it. have to so, get AK up here. Yeah, too. AK from TG's Come coming up, up here, and he's going to tell us all about our featured product of the week, which is the men's mat separation wax. This is my favorite hairspray. Oh, my goodness. I love that dry shampoo. So. All right. It was a pleasure and honor to be here. How are we doing? We're All right. Good. So we're going to chat about uh, TG's bedhead matte separation. Yeah, you're not done. It's a workable, uh, pliable wax for soft, medium hold. And uh, I think what guys really love about it is that it's non-flaky. You know, they put their hands to their hair, their girlfriends. I use it for... uh, I use it for my back hair, okay? I need my hair to be held down. I need the control. Yeah, this would be good. Can I play with it in your hair a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, this would be good. Here we go. No, I'm serious. I'm doing that Fox TV and my stuff's all over the place. So AK AK did an awesome uh, makeover, hair makeover on me last year. It was wonderful. So you just uh, so I like my hair to be put back like this. Just take a little. My bit. hairs. <laughs> <laughs> your Bosley hairs, right? My Bosley hairs, yeah. Just take a little bit, put it in the palm of your hand, emulsify or mix it. And most guys like that matte finish, That's probably no what shine. You to do is emulsify it. I'm gonna tell you what, I might try this as long as it. Yeah. Just work it through. It'll give you some control. Make sure it stays full. Well, is it full? Yeah. Or is it smashed? Make sure good. it comes up. This, this okay. is your hair. You Do I look good? This is your all hair. No, it's my real hair. Yeah, okay. No, no, no but they cut the hair out of, they cut your hair out of the back of your head, and right? then they transplant it in the front. And then it grows? Yeah, then it grows. It's amazing. No, it's the real deal. That's why I had no problem telling everybody. No, you're, you're the man. Hey, to pay that much money for you, you got to be proud of it. Nine grand a pop. <laughs> that actually looks really good. 
It, I, it work, does look. It really. You can work this in uh, dark hair good? or dry hair, and it just gives you control. My man. Do we have a red carpet? Can he do a little? You do a little strut, can he? Yeah. Hold on. You got it. Do you want to wear sunglasses on? Do a walk. Oh, yeah. Na, 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 na. Oh, that's the wrong music for this, I think. Hey, right? Is this the way the boys do it? The men? <laughs> yeah. Like this? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Great it's product. It's also uh, humidity resistant, so when you're in beautiful weather like this, uh, it'll maintain for you. Get your phone out. Yeah, yeah. It. Very you, good. Really good. You know what? I'm serious. I used to use hairspray, but it made me feel hot-like. Yeah. Do you think I could use this on Fox Sports? I think you can. Yeah, it'll give you great, great control. Right. Like and you would be and excited. It's, it's uh, shampoo soluble, so you don't have to worry about any buildup or anything. Well, I'll be damned. I look good. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I wear that. You look good. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. You're a good man. Absolutely. Get a little product on there. Very good. That's okay. Good man. Good man. <laughs> we do this. Here yeah. Go. Oh, hell yeah. Here's <laughs> the way we do it in St. Louis. Say with me here. This, this. Now hold on. This is slow motion. Then we come and we, and we pop off. That's it. Ooh. That's an STL thing. Yeah. Okay. You're at Texas. That's right. Texas. <laughs> right where you are, Texas. I'm in Houston, Texas. Houston. Yeah. Houston, Texas. All right. Well, thank you so much. Some, uh, Natalie's got it, I yeah, think. Yeah, so, yeah, there's some samples. Yep, we've got Floating samples around. of this. Natalie's got them. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Good thing I was here. Get we're gonna, Good thing I was here. <laughs> all right, Kenny, we're going to let you take this bedhead mat separation. Wax. You don't forget um, the emulsifying part. I'm going to emulsify take, it. I'm taking this to the racetrack tomorrow morning. Uh, do you have a um, hair person on Fox? Somebody that helps you or no? Well, you when I was it. in studio. Okay, so you don't. Yeah. But, uh, not anymore. But I got to interview Christopher Bell at the start of the pre-race show tomorrow. There you go. Tom will put this on. It actually, well, we'll you know what it's done to is it's held your hair. Where he's used it, it your hair's not blowing where it he used it. It ain't blowing in the wind. Right now, here. it's blowing right now, but he didn't put it right there. Yeah, we'll so, do that next time. Yeah, yeah. I can feel it. Pretty All wild. right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank, I want to thank everybody for coming out today. All the fans, just for all of JRM Fan Days has been fun. Kenny, as always, thank you for coming. Um, you're you're just becoming a little regular here on Fastlane Family every year, and I appreciate well, that. Well, let me let it's me. It's so fun, and we've. I mean, we haven't even touched me, the surface of some things we can talk about. Yeah. So. Well, let me brag on you for a moment. All right, brag on me for a moment. Um, Don't make me blush. There's very few people in my life that make me comfortable. Okay. For some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like you and I relate on a lot of issues. And whenever when Natalie called me. And she said, you and Carson are doing this. I'm like, I am there. Good. So uh, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. being here because I, whenever I'm done doing these shows with you, I leave happy. You leave inspired and good. That's good. Happy. That makes so, us yeah. feel good. Well, that makes us feel I good. I love you more. So, and a big thank you to AK. Thank you very much. I don't know if he's left yet. And all the folks at Bedhead um, for, for sponsoring us on the show and for everything that you guys do. You all good, Carson? I'm all good. You got any thank yous? No? <laughs> she, she said it all. I mean, I don't really know much more I can add to you it. Know, you know when I'm you, just glad Kenny's here. I love Kenny. Same with me. I got, I got all the pictures of all of us. I keep, so when I clean my phone out. You keep us? I keep you all. I tr- I tr- I, I, right now I could show you. Yep, That's I do. a wonderful yeah, Our last one though. was at the Chili Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw Kenny at Chili and Bowl. I got, I got one from like. Four years ago when I first drove one of those carts and using the black three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Ken- that. I raced against Kenny one time. How about that? <laughs> yeah. She kicked my ass. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for everybody. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this week's Fastlane Family. Bye, y'all. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 